Welcome to the Mish Lionello podcast. I'm your host, Mish, and I'm here to be your manifestation and life cheerleader. If anyone has your back, it's me. Allow me to guide you with tips, tricks, and strategies to manifest your best life. We'll dive deep into manifestation, human design, spirituality, and whatever my life is throwing at me at the time. Let this be your motivation to keep taking aligned action and reach your deepest desires and most epic, wildly successful life. Let's go, legends. You got this. Hi, legends. Today on the podcast, we have a very special guest. This is my first podcast guest on our podcast, and I'm so excited to introduce you to Amy. Amy is one of my team of healers that I use. I love having a team that really encompasses all the different parts of what I kind of want to heal on and with and through. And I use specific people for specific things, but Amy is a wealth of absolute knowledge. She is very talented in what she does. So today's conversation is going to be based on the chakras, which most of you should already have a kind of vague idea of what the chakras are. You might have knowledge from yoga, or some of your own study, or you might have had some spiritual healing before. But I want to introduce Amy, and I want to, Amy, allow you to kind of introduce yourself and what you do and how you got into this work and what you love most about it. Hi, Michelle. My name's Amy. I'm um, I'm a soul realignment practitioner. Now, soul realignment is actually, it's about understanding trauma that the soul has actually gone through, whether it be past life, present life. And it's about realigning your soul to your third dimensional body, but taking it back to its origination. So getting rid of all the crap. It is now we do that through the Akashic Records. So understanding that energy is universal, energy is created, energy is actually created through our chakras. So it's about reading, reading that energy and finding out what it is that we actually have so that we power of intention is when we know what we have, then we can remove it. And it's really important for us to be able to remove something. And most of us will say, yeah, you know, I've got negative energy. I need to go and clear it. So we'll go on different journeys to try and find out what that negative energy is. I guess, can I just say maybe this, first of all, that this was a self journey for me. So I started this work as a self journey and it was because I was in a, you know, not great situation myself, didn't feel so great. And I guess back when I was in my, for my situation, there wasn't probably the healings that were around now. So I went on this search to try and find things because I was unhappy with what was, what was out there and the results that I was getting. People would actually say to me, well, just be happy, you know, just, just be happy. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's great. But I didn't understand that feeling. I actually couldn't. And that was probably the scariest thing of all was that I could actually see other people being happy, but couldn't understand why I actually couldn't feel happiness. So it was very disconcerting. I went on the hunt and I, I went to psychologists and I went to a few other people. And again, I felt like people were trying to get information out of me. Whereas I wanted the information. I wanted someone to actually say to me, this is what you've got. And I didn't want it to be labeled, but I just wanted a better understanding. And I feel like the moment I did that, it's like I opened Pandora's box. It was just like all this information started coming to me. So it was, it was always a self journey. And that's when I found the Akashic Records. And I started to understand that wow, I can actually find out this information for myself. From there on, it was great. I understand this information. 
and I understand how it's helped me, but how do I help others with it now? How do I get other people to understand this work? Because an Akashic record reading to me back then, if I looked at it, it was almost up there with, say, a psychic reading. People actually more understood what a psychic reading was. Oh, yeah, great. That's to help me with my future. Yes, I want to find out the future. But how can the Akashic records actually help me in my situation at this point in time? What is it? Is it just more information? And it's so much more than just information. It's actually healing, root cause healing. So that's where I went on that mission. And then for me to be able to, I guess, explain to people what the Akashic Records was, I needed to be able to talk to people about where it came from. How does it actually exist? Because I think the most important thing is, is that when we have our own modalities, we understand, you know, we understand intuition and we understand that people can see into the future. But when you're looking at the Akashic records and you're looking at negative energy, it's like, well, how can someone just read negative energy? How how do you know? Well, guess what? It's based on what's happened to you in your life and kind of it, it, it blueprints within you. So that's how what I'm going to talk about today is the chakras and how negative energy is created throughout through our chakras and how we can, I guess, unravel that. Yeah, amazing. So, so profound. I feel like a lot of people might be able to relate to the feeling of happiness and seeing it in other people and not knowing where to start because there's so much information out there. You kind of don't really know where to go and who to go to. And I feel like just you coming on this podcast is giving people that extra knowledge of who they can go to if they're not getting kind of what they want or what they need from a psychologist or a counsellor, not saying you know, don't go and see them, but saying that you can layer all these different modalities on top of the, like each other and have such a holistic healing journey, feel so kind of grounded in that and, and held and carried and, you know, empowered to keep going. 100%, Michelle. And that's the thing. That's one thing. That's my mission is I want people to feel empowered. And I think it's amazing how people can give you information for the future. But what I want is I don't want people sitting around waiting for that information. I don't want people sitting around waiting for that thing to happen. This work actually has you feeling more in control of your life because you are more emotionally balanced where you can step forward and take actions towards those things to make them happen a lot quicker. You know, because when we take action towards things, and we'll talk about that in a second when we talk about the chakras, when we're talking about manifesting, when we're taking actionable steps, then our manifestations come to us a lot quicker. Can you give us a understanding of the whole chakra system? So when we're talking about manifesting, we are talking about everything that we do. We are talking about if you're sitting on a chair, the computer in front of us, the cup of tea that you're holding, that cup that you're holding at this point in time was manifested by someone. It all started in their crown chakra, which was their idea. It's your light bulb moment is your crown chakra. So it all starts with an idea. And then the third eye chakra, we take that idea down to visualization. So we've got to be able to visualize that idea. Now, that can be careers as well. It can be love. It's anything that we want to manifest into our life. So on an everyday basis, we we are manifesting every day. Sometimes they're really big manifestations. Sometimes they're small manifestations. But regardless, they're all manifesting. So then we take it to the third eye chakra. So third eye chakra, we've got to be able to see, see ourselves using it, having it in the future. You know, if you want a career, you've got to imagine yourself being that person. It's kind of like trying it on. 
that's what I look at. It's like, you know, walking into a closet and trying on all these different clothes to see what fits, see what makes us feel good. Then from there, we take it down to our throat chakra. Now, our throat chakra is probably the most important part because this is the first time that we put it out into the universe. So we either speak about it or we journal on it. So regardless what it is, we're either putting it on paper, we're sending out that vibration through our words. Then from there, heart chakra is where we gain passion around the idea. And then solar plexus is where we take action towards the idea. So imagine your chakras are kind of like your antenna. So they should be directly straight up and down inside the body. They should be a beautiful balance and beautiful flow. That's emotional balance. So our chakras actually control our emotions. When things happen to us in our life, okay, we call it trauma. When the world impacts us, it throws us off balance. So that's when our emotions start shifting and changing. Now, when you are a baby, you are literally a soul incarnated into a baby. You've been grown by parents and schooling systems and society, okay? Mm -hmm. So you're not free-willed. Unfortunately, those parenting systems and, you know, society and schooling systems sometimes don't agree with us at soul level. We have to go through that period in our life in order to get to our free will stage. But then what can happen is that because it's not in alignment with who we are at soul level, we start to energetically shift and energetically change. So then when we energetically shift and change, it's our chakras that are energetically moving to cope with a particular situation in our life which then throws our antenna off balance. So something as simple as you going to your parents when you're younger and saying to them, I want to be a rock star when I get older. And they say to you, no, that's not happening. You're going to be a doctor. All of a sudden, your ideas get thrown off balance. It's like, oh, hang on a second. There's expectations here. That's disempowerment. All of a sudden, that child is starting to realize that, oh, am I really going to have my own ideas here? So they energetically start shifting to cope with situations. I do a lot of work in human design. What's really powerful about this is that as parents now, like I'm a parent of an 18 month old, it's like, how do I not impart all of these? uh, I I generally call it conditioning, same thing. Um, How Mm -hmm. do I not impart the conditioning? And how do I allow her to have free will? Like I'm really thinking about how do I help facilitate her life? Because she's chosen to be here. Yes, she's chosen to be a a daughter of mine. She chose me and my partner as their parents. But how can I let her live the life that she wants to live without putting all this conditioning on her? Now, I know that I'm going to, right? Because we all get big trauma or little trauma. I love how Gabby Bernstein um, says it throughout our lives. And things are going to be traumatic to her that... I didn't think that were traumatic, but it's the whole kind of how can she work through that, but also how can I let her live the life that she wants to live with boundaries, you know. It's- and you know, the hard thing is, Michelle, is that when we, like, we do the best we can as parents at home, but then we've got to send them off to school one day too. So then that can be in itself very disempowering. Schooling systems, regardless of you know, how I'm going to say, well, they think that they're doing (laughs) or they feel that they are doing. It's still a one size fits all. There are a lot of schools out there that you can send your kids to that do have this open plan learning. And there are a lot of things as well, but sometimes they're governed by finances as well. You know, if you need to be able to send your child off to, um, to a school that is within your area, within your means, 
then that can sometimes not resonate with them. It's a fine line, isn't it? We're doing the best we possibly can. I guess it's it's really knowledge about understanding that if your child comes home from school and understanding the chakras and they say to you, oh, the teacher told me this today. They told me that my work wasn't very good. You as a parent can go look at that and go, okay, where is that sitting? How did my child actually feel? Okay, that's disempowerment. So in order for you to... I guess, pull them back and allow them to not throw them too far, throw themselves out of balance and keep themselves in alignment. It's about that recognition of, okay, you felt very disempowered in that moment, didn't you? Yeah, I did actually, mum. Do you know what? These things are going to happen and we are always going to be in situations where the world is going to have an impact on us, regardless of whether you're a baby, whether you're an adult. And it's about understanding that when we are in a more of an emotional balanced state, that we have more of a control over those situations we do. It's when we are so out of control. So when the chakras go out of balance, for example, like there was a whole generation there of be seen and not heard. And I do a lot of work with those people. Their throat chakras are so out of balance. Chakras will go two ways, forward or back. It's either too much of or too less of. Let's use the heart chakra for an example. A heart chakra that's too far forward or overactive is that, quite highly sensitive person, quite sensitive, could cry a lot, heart chakra that's too far back, lack of emotion. So it's about keeping that fine balance in between. Now, how we get ourselves so off balance is by multiple things happening to us. So something really small might happen to us and that's fine. But then what happens is something else will happen to us. It's like falling over on the same wound over and over again. It's the first problem, then we're creating a bigger problem on top of that. So awareness is 100% everything. So this work is about, okay, understanding that, you know, as an adult, where has it all come from? Okay, what chakras are definitely out of balance? Do you mind if I just explain to you what happens when each particular chakra is out of balance? Crown chakra is feelings of disempowerment. It's that not making decisions, giving in. So you rather than Um, going ahead with your own ideas will probably support someone else's ideas, okay? Third eye chakra is that lack of clarity, difficulty concentrating and focusing, difficulty accessing your own truth. Throat chakra, communication. Sometimes it can be speaking too much. Sometimes it can be speaking not enough. It can be not being able to express yourself or speaking with not much meaning. Heart chakra is difficulties with self-love, emotionally shut down, lacking passion, and just difficulties with love as, a, as, a, as an expression or as an extension. And solar plexus is that a feeling of unable to move forward, okay, feeling stuck. It's that being unmotivated and just everything seems like too much effort because that's that action state. So every time something happened or something has happened to you throughout your childhood or throughout your life. And I'm not saying it has happened from childhood, okay? It's just that this work that I do when I'm picking up on things, we want to find out the root cause. So where it first started, okay? And I'm sure there's been multiple traumas that people have had along the way or something that they've looked at and gone, oh, geez, I thought that would have come up. It's like, yeah, it's very much there, but it wasn't the start of the problem. It was the end result. It's what got you to where you are right now, but it's not the root cause of it. Okay, it's where the initial damage first came up. So then when these things happen to us, this is the outcome of it. You know, why am I feeling like I can't pursue my ideas? 
more than likely it's because now, because your parents have told you that you can't be a rock star when you're younger, you've created a negative statement towards that. So now you're starting to, for example, doubt your ideas. So all of a sudden, now when we're talking about manifesting, if we let's put doubt into that, okay? Now we're doubting our ideas, we're doubting our future, you know, we're doubting rather than having this beautiful communication and being able to express ourselves, we might talk and go, oh, do I say the right thing? Or you'll go home and then worry about it afterwards. Doubting your own love or self-love or love as an extension and doubting the action towards things you do. And that's just doubt that I've just put in there. So now, rather than this beautiful flow of manifesting that you should be doing, you're doubting everything. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I, I feel like there's been parts of my life where my chakras have been out of balance. There was a couple of years where I really couldn't articulate <laughs> and I've always been a really great talker and I just couldn't find my words and they weren't coming out right. My sentences were, well, a mess. And I did go and see someone, I think a life coach about it because I was like, this is not me. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, if we fast forward to the first time that I saw you, I had actually put a vow of silence on myself that you helped clear right. from my records. And thinking about that now is absolutely wild because it was inside of me, it was internal, but I knew, I knew something yeah. about balance. I just didn't at that point in time know who to go to to actually help me rebalance that chakra Trauma happens when the world impacts us. Mm. It does. So when something happens to us, so at some stage there was something there that stopped you from, and it may not have had an impact on you for any part of your life other than that very, very moment where you needed your voice. And then the moment you needed your voice and it didn't flow and you knew it didn't resonate with you because all of a sudden it's like, well, hang on a second, I know that my communication is normally really great. Why am I struggling with this right now? So it's those times of needs. And sometimes too, what, what can happen is we can have this energetic expansion where we get to a certain point and then all of a sudden when we need to expand ourselves more, this free-willed state, and then there's this expansion part where, so I need to I need to be more than what I am. But you're kind of stuck in this energetic straitjacket where you can't move or you can't expand anymore than than what you are and it's because you're out of alignment so your body can't expand anymore you get stuck so it's just about getting back to the akashic records and understanding how negative energy is actually created we created ourselves we create the energy via our thought forms we do so this energy is literally recorded so i don't know if anyone has ever had the um had an idea and then someone else has taken their idea you know, you have this idea and think, oh, my God, that'd be fantastic. And the next thing you know, you know someone that's done it straight away. So you've actually created that idea. The energy of that idea, problem is you haven't taken action upon it. So because you haven't taken action upon the idea, the idea has been left out there for someone to come and take action upon. So we create the energy. It's just what do we do with the energy? Negative energy is one thing that we can't, obviously, we can't see it, but we can feel it. So whether we feel it within us, whether we can walk in a room and feel the negative energy, we can feel the density of negative energy. We create the energy. I'm just re I'm accessing the, the library of the Akashic Records and giving you a name to the energy. 
that's that's simply what I'm doing is I'm actually reading the energy. Which is powerful in itself. Just to have the name yeah. so you're aware and awareness, as you said before, is everything. It's how we clear it, Michelle. We can only clear what we have a clear intention of. I use the analogy like if you went to a doctor and you had to, if you had a sore knee, then he would say to you, would send you off to have an X-ray or an MRI because he can't physically see what's going on inside. So once he's got the results of that back, then he knows how to diagnose you. So he can't diagnose what he can't see. And that's exactly what we're doing. So you've been talking about rebalancing chakras, negative energies. How do you go about rebalancing someone's chakras? And then how can we work with you if we wanted to work with you? Michelle, having an Akashic record reading is the most powerful thing to be able to. So again, going back to that analogy of understanding what's, what's there, this works kind of like the MRI of the soul. So once we've got that information, we can then, once we know what, what chakras are damaged, okay, so through the reading, what age it occurred, what negative statements are, you know, you're running on at this point in time. Once we have that information, it's simply about clearing the records through intention. Now, when we clear the records, I'm placing an intention on your behalf to clear your records and balance and align you, but you have to accept that. You're a free-willed person. So that's where the work together comes in, is that I will exchange in exchange for me giving you information and you know on and doing an intention, you're going to be accepting the intention to be able to clear that negative energy. Now, when we clear negative energy, law of polarities are an equal and opposite to everything: love, hate, up, down, black, white. So there is a process. We remove something, so we do need to replace it. So when you work with me, you're looking at having a reading done, a clearing done, and then we work together on a program. We do to be able to help you through that, you know, usually around about three-day process where I'm there to support you through that transmutation of negative energy. We're left with holes. When we remove negative energy, we need to replace that. Yeah, so you help us with um, affirmations that feel really good for us to replace with, you know, the things that we want to feel about ourselves and within ourselves so that we can go forth to manifest quicker, to feel better quicker, to kind of like feel better in the moment, like present time. Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. Giving you clarity, you know, the feeling of, you know, happiness back, uh, you know, a feeling of calmness, a feeling of peace, just a feeling of detachment, you know, that you've left out with the old and in with the new, just that feeling of actually wanting to move forward. And that's really what happens is you feel like that you want to move forward. Yeah, it's like setting an intention to move forward and then off you go. So powerful. Absolutely. If anyone wanted to work with you, how would someone reach out? Do you have a website? Do you have social media? What's the best way? They can get in touch with you or they can go straight to my website, which is earthboundtogether.com. All the information is on there. You've also got a page where you can reach out to me. All my social media links are on there. I don't do a lot of advertising on social media. All my work is who I feel that whoever needs to come my way will be directed my way. So I'm very much all about power of the universe, you know, directing people in my way. So if anyone has any questions, they can call me. I normally have a 15-minute chat before all our readings anyway. Love that. It's been so nice having you here with me today as my first guest. I know there's going to be multiple podcasts because there's so many more things that we need to discover. Oh, my goodness. We've just scraped the surface, haven't we? (laughs) 
so funny, everyone, when I reached out to Amy to be like, Let, can we do a podcast on this? She was like, yeah, but I have to do this and we have to talk about that and we have to talk about everything. And we do. We do. So, so I just wanted to say I'm very, very grateful to have you on here. Thank you for showing up and thank you for helping uh, everybody to realign and be their best selves and to really just go after their own purpose because we're all here to live completely different lives and we're all desiring different things and you're just one person that can help someone on their journey and that is amazing so I am so grateful for you to helping me on my journey and I can't wait for us to do this again oh thank you so much Michelle honestly it's been an absolute pleasure I love 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 working with you Thank you.